0: welcome back to the Federal Retirement Show. I'm your host, Val Majewski with American Benefits Exchange. And today we're going to talk about a topic that we get asked a lot, especially when we work with uh, DOD civilians that work on military bases. A lot of them have had previous military time. We're going to talk about military buyback. So let's dive into the information and I'm going to go over that process with you. So. Military buyback, we're going to get into the steps and there's really not a whole lot of steps, but it's not as easy as you may think, and certainly not as complicated as it may sound. But the idea here is you served in our military. First of all, thank you for your service. I appreciate your service. I commend you for your service. Uh, I didn't volunteer. I didn't sign up. I didn't, uh, you know, dedicate my time and effort to defending our country. So I really appreciate your service on behalf of our entire staff, our team, our folks across the country. Thank you for your service. But you've had service time in one of the military branches and now you work as an employee of the federal government. And you want to get credit for that service time. Well, let's assume that you did not have enough service time to retire as a federal as a, sorry, as a military member and get a military pension but you want to get credit now in your civilian service. Now, how do you go about that? Whether you just have a couple years or a number of years, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, you could think different. In my opinion, it's always worth buying back your military time. And this is, you may go back to previous episodes, uh, one of the mistakes that is in the top 10 mistakes made by Federal Employees brochure or pamphlet that we have is not buying back the military time if you have it because you get credit for it, not only as a regular service for qualification of your your pension, service time that's used in the calculation for your eligibility for retirement, but it's also used in the calculation of your pension. So again, in my opinion, not every situation is the same. So this is not a 100% everybody needs to do this blanket statement. But in most cases that I run across, It is well worth the time and effort and money that it costs to buy back your military time so you can get more out of your pension as a now civilian csrs or FERS employee so what's the process look like well it's not as easy as just walking in to your hr department and saying hey i want to buy back my military time what do i do to do that you can't just walk in with your checkbook say how much does it cost write the check and now everything is good to go there is a process involved and we're going to go over that step by step now if you have any questions about this i'm going to keep this pretty general you may have specific questions you may run into some hiccups and things along the way because this is by no means perfect if you've done things with the government before there are things that get missed or messed up or forms lost or didn't get sent in properly what have you we can walk through those unique scenarios so reach out to us please fill out the form on our website we've be in contact with you to go over your particular situation. But let's just say in a perfect world, everything happens the way it should, what are the steps so that you can uh, buy back your military time and have that count towards your civilian service? Well, the first thing is you need to fill out an RI 2097. Now this is a form that gets your estimated earnings during your military service. So this is the first form that you need it estimates your earnings that you had during your military service, RI 2097. Sounds pretty easy. If you need a copy of that form, we can send that in for you. Now, once, once you fill out that form, you're going to attach your DD 214 to it, which is your discharge. And usually that's gonna say, this is a uh, proof of an honorable discharge uh, from your military branch you're going to take your DD-214 and your 2097 and send that into the appropriate military finance center for the branch that you served. So fill out those two forms, send in those two forms to the appropriate military finance center. Now, if you do not have a DD-214, if you do not have that, do not have a copy of it, you lost it, well, you fill out SF standard form 180 to request a copy of your DD-214. Most folks that I talk to know they have it or know where it is or have a copy of it. This should not be something that is difficult to uh, obtain, even if you do not have it. So you're gonna have those two forms, RI-2097. Again, if you do not have a copy of that, we can send that to you. Your DD-214, if you do not have a copy of that, we can send you the 180 form so you can request a copy of your DD-214. Now, once you submit those to your appropriate military finance center, you will receive back the estimated military earnings computation. This can take a little bit of time. It varies depending on log or backlog that they do have, but you'll receive that estimated military earnings computation. Once you receive that, you are gonna complete the standard form SF 3108 which is the application for buyback and submit that along with your 2097 and your dd 214 to your new hr department so we went before you were submitting the 2097 and the 214 to your military finance center in order to get your estimated earnings computation you're taking all of that information with the 3108 any previously mentioned forms and submitting that to your new HR department with whichever government branch you're working for. Now I said this happens a lot with uh, us working with the DoD because there are a lot of folks that served previously in the military and then took a similar job as a civilian uh, once they got out, or they worked for a different agency, maybe like the VA. But if you if you've got previous military time, you're going to submit it to that new HR department for processing. Now, once they process all of that, right? And again, this could take some time, so it's not gonna be instantaneous, I wish it was, but you will be informed of the deposit amount that you're required to pay in order to now buy back the military time. So that's what this is all about. That whole process of filling out the forms, getting the estimated earnings, submitting all the documents to HR, It's so they can tell you what it's gonna cost you in order to buy back that military time, right? You are making a purchase. Now, here's the thing. That buyback amount may contain some interest in it. Why interest? Well, if you separate from service, you have three years, up to three years, from the time that you took your civilian job to buy back your military, time before you start being charged interest on the deposit. Let me explain that again. So if you want to minimize the amount of money it's gonna cost you to buy back your military time, I would recommend doing it sooner than later. Because if you wait too long, there could be interest charged on that amount. And over time, I've talked to some people who took way too long, maybe 20 years, to buy back military time, and the interest on the deposit was maybe two or three times the amount of the deposit at that time. So just understand the sooner you can take care of this, the better. You only, no matter how much you spend, the time you buy back is going to be the same. You don't get any more time. Just may cost you more money if you wait longer. So once you are informed of what that deposit amount is, and hopefully it doesn't contain any interest, you can choose how you want to pay that. Now you can pay it in a lump sum, with a check or money order, most people that I talk to, you don't have to do it this way, but most people I talk to would say, pay it incrementally via payroll deductions. And they will incrementally take that money out of your paycheck until the entire balance is paid off. The entire deposit is made to purchase back your military time. Now, if you use a check or money order and just pay with a lump sum, you will get uh, a letter that tells you that your deposit has been made and the time has been bought back. If you do it via payroll deductions, you may not automatically get that letter. You'll have to send in and request that letter to show that you've been completed or you you have completed, sorry, the, the full deposit and that time has been bought back. Now I do recommend, even if you have bought back your military time, you've completed the process, you've got the letter, all of this stuff, prior to retirement, as I talked about during the retirement process episode, prior to retirement, still check your personnel file and make sure that that military time that you bought back is in there, that it is accounted for. Because there are times where errors have been made where people have paid deposits and it's not showing up. Now you have to just go back, show that letter that it shows you, you paid it. You can uh, maybe track with previous leave and earnings statements to show that you've been making deposits or payroll deductions to pay off that deposit, keep all the documentation. That way you can prove that this was done, done properly, done completely, and the time should be there. The chance of them making a mistake is very slim, but as I said, it has happened. So why not just create a backup for yourself and keep all the documentation? So when it comes to the military buyback process, it seems fairly simple. And straightforward, we've only got five steps listed here, but you've gotta go through those steps and wait the amount of of time it takes to do that. You know, it could take up to 60 days, is kind of my general rule of thumb, to get this completed, assuming you're doing everything back to back to back and there's really no gaps and and delays on your end of submitting all the proper documents. Now, 60 days to get to the end result of the deposit amount, not to pay everything off if you're gonna do it over time. That could take a little longer to completely pay it off if you don't do it via a check or money order or just in a lump sum so if you have questions about the military buyback process please reach out to us as i said you can go onto our website federalretirementshow.com complete the form we'll be in contact with you we can go over any specific questions that you might have i'll walk you through this process if you just need a refresher on anything you can do it by requesting that information or providing us some contact information on our website. Well, thank you for taking the time to learn about the military buyback process in today's episode. Uh, Have a great rest of your day and look forward to seeing you on a next session.